Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm still not convinced. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's bless him. Come on, let's bless him. Let's bless him. This is an occasion worthy of praise. This is an opportunity to tell God thank you. Divine mind. 
when God speaks, if we have an ear, we all hear what God says. He does not have specific individual conversations. It is obvious that God parted either heard God first, or I heart heard God first, and she got me. But in the middle of the program, it says, Reverend Dr. Weeda W. Harding, Doctor of Worship Studies, the vision is seeded 1979, planted 1996, developed 2006, nurtured 2012, implemented 2015, adjusted 2016, and perfected 2017. Would you please turn with me to the book of Mark? The fourth chapter. I know that this is a message for those that are being presented for ordination. But I look at that series of developmental actions. We call that gestation. So when God placed the word in me to speak to you today, we look at Mark 4. I'm going to read it. It says, And he began to teach by the seaside. There's your water again. Because this is a season of rain. It's been raining unusually in abundance. And when it is raining this much, it is opportunity for seed to grow. You see where I'm going? If you don't, I'm going to show you this. He says, and he began to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them, This in his doctrine, hearken the whole there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, because it had no root withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it and yielded no fruit. And others fell on good ground. Say good ground. And did yield fruit that sprang up in increase. And brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath an ear, let them hear. I don't have a text. Because nothing has shown up yet. This is seed time. In seed time, we just plant. We can't call harvest harvest until something shows up. All we do is plant. When I look at this season and I look at this scripture and I look at 
how it is written, we know that the sow of the seed, we're talking about the word, we're talking about salvation. And if I accidentally bring out the truth in that, we know that Jesus is sowing into us. We are his ground and we will bear good fruit. If I isogetically apply my thinking to this for this season, I now look at these candidates and I say, you are ground. Dr. Harding has seeded into ground. I also can look at this and say that you are also now sower. And you will take what you have learned and you will begin to sow. So as we flip back and forth amongst this medium of water that we are among in this season, you will either be the one watering with the water of the word that flows out of your belly because it says out of your belly shall flow rivers of, there's that river word again, or you will be seen because God is still doing something in you. It says that some fell by the wayside. The wayside is the edge. Everybody that starts off with you may not make it. It's not bad because it fed the birds. There was still purpose. It says that some fell on stony ground. Some fell on thorny ground, and some fell on good ground. It's important for us to realize that before you can sow, you have to break up ground. Dr. Harding has broken up ground in your mind and in your thinking, and it has allowed her to plant a new thought inside of you. You are now going to take this knowledge and go back to your several destinations and you're going to have to assess your land and understand whether it is land that you need to break up or is it already prepared for seed. If it is land that needs to be broken up, they call that fallow ground. Fallow ground cannot Hold seed until it is broken, until it is disturbed. There are going to be some opportunities for you to disturb some things. But we do not disturb just for the, the, the opportunity to disturb. We disturb for the opportunity to plant. If you're disturbing and causing confusion because you just want to cause confusion, then you are out of order. If you are disturbing so that you can begin to sow. And a farmer is very careful how he disturbs because if you disturb too much, all of your good ground will run off. <laughs> all of your good ground will run off. All of your good ground will run off. If you say the wrong thing in the wrong season, all of your good ground will run off. All of the people that are in your corner will begin to... 
So here we have opportunity to grow and see. You've broken up fallow ground. And when you break up fallow ground, it says now you have opportunity to examine what is underneath the fallow ground. There's going to be rock under the fallow ground. It says some sowed amongst stony ground. There's going to be thorn under fallow ground. If you're going to plant thoroughly, you're going to have to examine and begin to operate and move with rock and with thorn. Because if you plant amongst that, there's going to be some seed that will not germinate. Are you with me so far? So you're going to have to remove rocks, and there's going to be some rocks that are larger than others. There are going to be some people in church that are larger than others that you're going to have to work with. And some rock you may have to chip away at because it's not going to move immediately. And please understand that I'm not talking about changing lives. God does the change. You cannot change anybody. All you can do is in effect change. You can begin to move things into the space where change can occur. So if the rock, there's some rock, they call it bed rock, that you will grow around. Because you're not going to be able to move it. This bedrock. It just let's let's just not do this anymore. Let me go on and grow around. Because if you're a good farmer, you know when to give up. You know when it ain't moving. You know when it's so deep that it's not. It's really it's not worth the effort to move it. Let me just go on and grow around. It says storm. Thorn is going to put you back when you go move it. So there's some folk that's going to bite back. And you're going to have to have good gloves on so that when they bite, it does not penetrate too deep. Now realize and understand that that's when you're sowing. If you are rock yourselves, then you cannot receive. If you are throwing yourselves, then you cannot receive. Because every time somebody says something to you, you're gonna bite back. Oh, we do know that the word is a two-edged sword, it cuts going and coming. So as we begin to examine this, we, we eventually get to the place where it says, good ground. Good ground has been examined, it has been developed, it has been fertilized, it has been churned, it has been stirred, it has been prepared. And it is ready to receive deposit. 
I believe that you are good ground. I believe that what Dr. Harding has placed in you is good for the season. Because there's some seed that you plant in certain seasons. There's a former rain and a latter rain. And there's some things that you plant in former rain. And when former rain is the winter season, September, you go into winter, it's gestating, it's, it's beginning to grow. And, 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 and when it looks like nothing's happening, it's still growing. Because when spring comes up, it's your early or your first harvest. You are first harvest. And then ground is prepared again for latter harvest, which is Thanksgiving season. Are y'all with me? Y'all yes. understand where I'm at? Good ground is prepared. If you know where you're planted is good ground, then you are prepared to do what it takes in order to seed. Realize that after you have seeded, you can't go back and dig it up. Don't plant, get mad, and then go back and dig up everything you just planted. Because you know we will do that. Give me my seed back. The Bible says that the gifts of God are without repentance. Once God deposited it, he's going to leave it there. He's going to develop it, whether you like it or not. You will bear fruit. And I'm almost done. Good ground. Good ground yields. Say that. Good ground yields. Good ground yields. And good ground will yield 30, 60, or 100 fold. Are you with me? Now, good ground is only after you have dealt with wayside, thorn, and sown. So you must always examine yourself to make sure that you have removed all of the things that need to be removed so that you can be good ground. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's good ground. Because you cannot have conversion without transformation. Thirtyfold says that they heard the word. They just by default we hear. Your audible faculties mean that you're going, whether you want to hear me now or not, you're going to hear me. You may not be paying any attention to what I'm saying, but by default, you are going to hear me. Amen? Amen. Those that heard the word, hear it. Thus, that's your 34. For those that have listened to everything Dr. Said, Dr. Harding said, you will automatically produce 34 if you are good fruit. You have to do nothing else. If you hear it and you receive it, you now, you now can bear 60. You can bear 60 fold. Because you've heard it, you've apprehended it, 
you've now applied it, and it's now part of who you are. A hundredfold is when it is received completely in your spirit, man. When you believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that what you are doing is the right thing to do. And God is doing the work through you because you can't do the work yourself. I can, of my own self, do nothing. Isn't that what the Bible tells us? So although you are the instrument of the work, it is God that is doing the work. That's when you can, you can bring forth a hundredfold. I believe that you've got great opportunity before you. You've got to know your ground. You've got to know where you sit in the ground. And you've got to know the seed that you're sowing. And all seed is not for every ground. There's some seed that must be in ground that does not hold water. It has to be sand in the dirt because if it holds too much water, it will drown the seed. There's some seed that requires a lot of moisture and it must hold the moisture in order to survive. You gotta know who you're dealing with. You gotta know your audience. You gotta know who you're teaching. You have to know who you're training. You have to know those that are laboring among you in order for you to be able to plant the appropriate seed. Because if you plant the wrong seed in the wrong ground, you will get no harvest. Realize that as you're going out, you're going to be zealous. You're going to want to do a lot of things. You're excited. And you should be. But every seed, and I close this thought, has what they call a gestation period. There's a period where the seed has to develop. The vision is seeded, it is planted, it is developed, it is nurtured, implemented, adjusted, and perfected. See, I had a 15-page sermon, The Glory of In My Garden. But I realized that the glory in my garden, I can't preach that because we're not there yet. Once you begin to bear fruit, then you can begin to celebrate glory. But this is your proving seed. Because now we're going to see whether the investment of seed bears fruit. Did you hear it only? Did you hear it and receive it only? Or is it now a part of who you are? Only the gestation period will tell how deep the seed is. Only the gestation period will tell whether you are thorny, <laughs> stony, wayside, or good. Oh, we'll be around waiting. I'll be watching. I'll be looking because even as you sow seed, you got to make sure that your seed. I, I, I got to close. That your seed is drought resistant. 
In order for your seed to be drought resistant, it's got to be able to hold its own water. You got to make sure that your seed is disease resistant. That the canker worm, the caterpillar, the locust, that when it flies on your, your when it flies on your harvest, that there's so much strength in you that it will fly away and go, you know, I ate of it, but I cannot destroy it because it's got so much root. Drought resistant, disease resistant, and make sure that it is fertilized properly. I pray God's blessing upon all of you. I pray that the, the, the better part of the body you receive something as well. But I was talking to y'all. Because this is your seed. This is your day. There's a fresh anointing flowing your way. It's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season coming for you. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God love you. Know that we are excited about what has been deposited. And you will be known by your fruit. God bless you, God keep you, my father's children.